Today is week two. Last week we discussed money should never be the focus. Money should be the fruit. When you're walking in your purpose, you automatically are blessed. Because when you walk in your purpose, it's the law of draw. When you are not walking in your purpose, it's a struggle. You ever seen those people that have been doing, uh, it's like going to the gym and your aerobics instructor being large. I am not going to stay. Are you walking to the beauty salon and her hair is fried? We're not going to sit in your chair. It's like walking in the church and the church being broke down. I can't stand to go preach at a church and they need to change your carpet. And the pastor's driving something nice. You know what I'm saying? No, I need to see blessing. Everywhere I look, people that are pouring into me better be where I want to go. We're not going to have nobody that ain't never constructed nothing telling us how to construct something. Oh, God. Because the blessings of God are on your life when you do what the B-I-B-L-E says. I remember I used to be a part of religion, y'all, that I would sit, I'll never forget, been on the front row, sitting under the, under, the ta- under the chair like this, and they were singing, one glad morning when this life is earned. And I'm like, I do not think I want to go to heaven with y'all. At seven years old, I remember thinking, if I gotta go to heaven with y'all, y'all ever been to a church like that? The whole world's being in a magnifying glass right now. Christians, they some mean old meanies out there. And that's why we got to get up and we got to do more for Jesus because we got a lot to undo, right? We got to beat Jesus with hands and feet on it. We can't smell like religion. We got to beat Jesus, right? So last week we talked about money should never be the focus. Money should be the fruit. If you seek God's purpose, he will blow your mind. Proverbs eleven twenty four. Say Proverbs. 11, 24, and 25, it says, y'all keep repeating. It says, give freely and become more wealthy. (laughs) Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. So we can break this scripture down. This was last week's scripture. I just wanted to remind y'all of it. You can also look at your life. And if you are drained all the time, you are around people who are not refreshing others. You're probably around selfish people that all they talk about is me, 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 me. Woe is me. Poor me. I need you to pray for me. Some of y'all need to say, pray for yourself. People that are withdrawing from your life and never depositing, right? Those people are not doing what the Bible says because my Bible says and exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask or think. So when you walk in your purpose, what happens? Money follows you. When you walk in your purpose, everything falls into place. Now I ain't saying it ain't gonna be a struggle. I've been on the struggle bus. But the minute I got my heart posture, Jesus be the center of it all. Jesus be the center of it all. From beginning to the 
it will always be. It's always been you, Jesus. Jesus, nothing else matters. Because I know you ain't going to wreck your reputation on me. Nothing in this world will do. <laughs> okay. You take a test every time you get paid. I got to let that sink in just you take a test every time you get paid. How many of you get paid once a month? You got a budget. I don't know if I could work at a job like that. That'd be the longest month of my life. How many of you get paid every two weeks? That would be hard too. How many of you get paid every week? Won't it do it? The test is who are you going to worship and who are you going to thank first? <laughs> I think it would be a little harder for the month because you like, oh, I got to stretch this. That 10 cent on a dollar. Let's see, if I get paid $1,000, that'd be a whole hundred that I got to stretch $900 out for a whole month. So the test is, do you trust God or don't you? Now, I hear more arguments on this right here because people are wanting to dissect it, but everybody that I know that is fruitful and multiplying are people that are walking and doing what the Bible says, right? I don't test it. If somebody I know is here and they are, God is blessing their life and they say do something, I'm like, well, how, where, where do I send it, Right? Do you worship your electric bill more than God? <laughs> Y'all got lights, but you ain't got no fridge. Y'all got lights, but you ain't got no food. Right? Who gets the first portion of your income? That's who you're thinking. If you show me your checkbook, I'm going to show you what you worship. That sheen outfit ain't going to fit next week. You're going to have a back boob pop out. Y'all listen. You hear me? Well, it fit last week. Well, it ain't fitting this week. Because 10% keeps a devourer off of everything. Not just your money being funny, but it takes it off your kid. It takes it off your family. It takes it off your work. That's why everybody getting laid off and you ain't. Last week I was in a church doing a seminar on money and I said, how many of y'all waiting for another stimulus check? And the whole church was like, wow. I said, well, you ain't getting it. And they said, why? I said, because you didn't tie. Well, we didn't work for it. Exactly. Let's start on Malachi. I ain't going to act up today. Y'all know it is so funny because I preached this like three years ago, and I was a little nervous. I was prophesying a lot of this sermon because I wasn't walking in it yet. I knew I was just building, but I can preach it today because I know for a fact that the blessed life is the blessed life. 
I know what it's like to be hit and pay and go and do and be walking in prosperous life because I'm doing what I'm saying. And it would be wrong of me not to teach my church how to do it. Because it should be if I'm here and God is blessing everything I touch, then you should be blessed. Because whatever you're under, you get the aftervague. It's like an umbrella. Wherever the rain falls, baby, you hear me? That's why you got to serve. That's why you got to stay connected. That's why you got to get up here and sing. That's why you, got, you can't wait till everything is in order to get involved. You got to get involved so you have accountability to do what you're supposed to do. So when God does open the windows of heaven, boom, shakalaka, like a boom, you're there. Let's read Malachi 3, 6 through 12. I'm going to hurry today. I act up too much. It says, I am the Lord, and I do not change. That is why... You descendants of Jacob are not already destroyed. Ever since the days of your ancestors, you have scorned my decrees and failed to obey them. Now return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of heaven's armies. But you ask, how can we return when we have never gone away? Should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? You have cheated me of the tithe and the offerings due to me. You are under a curse. For your whole nation has been cheating me. This is not going to be a cheating church. Bring all the offerings and tithe into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord, I won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant. How many's living in abundance? Lift your hand. How many's living in abundance? Don't feel ashamed. Next week you're going to be living in abundance. We got a 30 back a 30 day guarantee in this church. Money back, okay? You're going to be living in the overflow. You're going to be able to walk in and buy people's food. You ain't going to be worried about how you're going to pay your Thanksgiving. You went from needing me to help you buy Thanksgiving meal next last year to this year. You're going to be walking in the overflow. How do I know? Because I did it. I will open the windows of heaven over you. I will pour out blessings so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put it to the test. Your crops will be abundant for I will guard them. You know why you didn't die in a pandemic? Because he saved you. He kept you covered. Well, that means he's a mean God because he didn't save the rest of my family. No, he needed them in heaven. But he saved you because there's a work for you to do. That's why he's been trying to defeat you and get you weary and well-doing for a due season. He, he didn't want you to get there. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven's army. Then all nations will call you blessed. Do people call you blessed? Think about it. Do they call you blessed? Are you always begging? Tithing is a test. One penny on every dime goes to Jesus. Matthew 6, 24, on your gross. That means if you make $104, 
dollars and four cents go to Jesus. Okay. Matthew 6, 24. It says, no one can serve two masters. For you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve. Y'all help me preach today. You cannot serve God and money. Let's look at Luke 16. I got a lot of scripture today for y'all. It says, and I say to you, make friends for yourselves by unrighteous mammon. That when you fail, they may receive an everlasting home. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. I think that's why sometimes God gives you a experimenting season. Some of y'all been experimenting a minute. Because you up one day and down one day. As long as everything's going great, you praising God. But the minute it don't go your way, what happened? Where are you at? You mad at God you didn't come back to church? What? Yeah. The minute God didn't heal your relationship, that you didn't ask him if you should get it in the first place. Bada-bing. You mad at God for what? Not realizing the minute that you get well and you get healed and you get your heart right and you realize, oh, falling in love with Jesus. I praise my way out. I am praising my way. I didn't like that season, so I ain't staying there. It says, therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust in the true riches? How can God trust you to be a millionaire? You know how much you got to give if you get a... A hundred thousand dollar dinero. Goes to Jesus. If he can't trust you with a hundred and four, huh? It's like pulling teeth. What you gonna buy with 10 cents? Huh? And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, that means if you ain't faithful on the time clock. When you begin to own your own business, because if you ain't limitless, you're going to be over everything. You can't be at this church and not be blessed. So right now in your training season, you better be faithful with somebody else's. Because when you got to hire some people for your own business, you don't want to be reaping what you sow, boo. You got to be faithful where you're at in this season. It's not just in dinero. It's in your heart. Ah. And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? No, sir. You've been praying and not preparing. You got to do both. It says, no servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. When you serve God and do what God tells you to do, everything else lines up. And if you are in relationships and you're like, well, it ain't lining up, God will help you escape. He'll fix it or he'll get it. 
You got to trust God with what he's trusted you with so every other area of your life will be blessed. You ain't got to knock doors down when you are in God's will. What is mammon? I'm so glad you ask. Mammon is an Aramaic word which means riches but came from the Syrian God of riches. The Syrian God of riches came from Babylon which means sown in confusion. Babylon came from the Tower of Babel and was founded on pride and arrogance. And that man doesn't need God. If you don't get your heart right while you're on the food stamps. If you don't get your heart right in the dating season, if you don't get your heart right when you're having to start all over again, then you'll keep repeating the cycles in every facet of your, in your, of your life because your heart posture dictates everything in your life. You ever seen those people that are 50 and their whole life is the same? It's always everybody else's fault and they mad at the world? That's got to be a terrible life. Y'all like, yeah, I know a few get to a place where you say, God, I don't like my life. If your life is full of chaos and confusion, you are the only one that can fix it. You can go spend all the money you want at a therapist. It ain't gonna work until you make up in your mind, I ain't staying here. I gotta break the cycle. When you are in the will of God, you ain't gotta worry about, am I gonna have my job tomorrow? I'm gonna have my job tomorrow. Oh my God, what did I do to make them person that, oh, they ain't talking to me today. I saw them kind of shun me at church. You ain't gotta worry about none of that. When your heart is right, you're so busy building the kingdom and your life. Mm. Mammon is the spirit of the world. It's not money. It's the spirit that rests on money. That's not submitted to God. All money has a spirit on it. It either has God's spirit on it or mammon's spirit. You ever seen those people that are billionaires, but they are miserable? You got five Bentleys, but you still angry? We see you buying it, but you mad at the world? It's because the heart posture in getting it. See, the Bible says that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. That means good things happen to bad people. Good things happen to good people. God blesses people regardless. But they can be billionaires and miserable because the heart posture is what leads you in every area of your life. All money has a spirit on it. It either has God's spirit on it or, or a mammon spirit on it. Money that has been submitted to God and doesn't try to replace God but serves God is blessed by God. Did y'all get that? I'm trying not to yell at you because some of y'all get triggered when I yell. Money has, money that has been submitted to God and doesn't try to replace God, but serves God, is blessed by God. God's spirit rests on that money and blesses that money. That's why that money multiplies and is not devoured by the devourer. First thing when I get up in the morning, y'all, I'm like, God, I'm hurt. If there's anything in me, God, that is not of you, eradicate it. Because I don't want to get in the way of God in every area of my life. 
because I'm so thankful for where I, where I am, where God has established me to be. And one wrong attitude can mess me up. Triggers, not healing from your past and carrying it into your future. It's, it's being raised in a family where y'all struggled your whole life. You know how the hoarders become hoarders? Y'all ever watch that show? It's so nasty. I'll get heart palpitations. I can't watch it. They are climbing over trash and rats. And they're laying in little bitty places that they've left just for them with stuff. Those people were probably raised very, very broke with their parents' poverty mindset. And so now everything they get, they hold. That's the same thing with relationships. If you don't heal what's going on in here, your life will expose it throughout your life. Everywhere. Your car will look like, yo, it's infectious. You can tell a person's heart posture by the way they live. Your car, I walk by some people's car and I'm like, dear God. I'm like, shut up. As I'm walking by their car. Because the way your car is, the way your house is, it's your insides. And y'all, within 24 hours, you can shift it. God, heal my house. Heal my, make me clean. I'm clean. Oh, I need to sing it today. Jesus said, you can't serve God and mammon. You will be loyal to one and despise the other. This is why people are mad at God. Mammon tries to take God's place. Mammon promises us everything that only God can give. I know our gas is up now because of the stimulus checks. I shouldn't go there, should I? Probably shouldn't go there. The spirit of mammon. They got us in a mindset that we are broke and we're never going to get out of here and the world is going to hell on a handbag. And now we're all taking pictures of our gas tanks. $5.99. Oh! You live under the kingdom principle. If God trusted you with that car, then he's given you the wherewithal to fill it up and you ain't got to worry about it. If you are doing what God tells you to do, you are not under the law of the world. Period. You are not, oh, I can't, oh, yes, I am going there. Sis, you got any, any of your food stamps left this week? Stop. Get your character right. Stop stealing each other's food. Well, I've hit hard times. Get out. Well, I can't, Kim. Get out. Stop being dependent on the government. I had to. Sometimes you got, I, I'm, I'm gonna get hate mail. Keep it. I was on food stamps. I was broker than a joke. I know what it's like when I live by what they told me I had to live by. Single mama, nobody helped me. But when I got under the kingdom principle, realized that as long as I am serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, He's my president. If God gave me a child, He gonna help me get diapers. 
might be broke down. I might be for a second. I might have to be on food stamps for a second, but I ain't staying here. It's a season, not a sentence. And in a broke down pandemic, I am, they gonna shadow ban me. I am not gonna stay here. Some of y'all stuck in your divorce. Stuck in the pain. Stuck in your mama mentality. She was broke, you ain't broke. You're a generational curse breaker. You go to limitless. Our church is blessed. We got millionaires in the making in here. Nine years ago, I couldn't buy cheese with my credit. I'm the first millionaire in my family. And it ain't because of you. I don't take no money from y'all. That's why I can preach what I want to preach. Special ed. Special ed. And I'm the first author in my family to get a six-figure book deal with Harper Collins. Why? Because I got out of that mentality of I gotta be broke because I'm a statistic of being a single mama. God trusted you to be a single mama. God trusted you to be adopted. God trusted you to be an addict. God trusted you to, God trusted you to walk through mental illness so you could get healed. God trusted you with losing everybody in your family. Well, he's a mean God. No, he trusts you. Well, I wish he didn't trust me so much. You better get up and act like you already got it. I think I'm meddling. Mammon tries to take God's place. Mammon promises us everything that only God can give. Mammon, Satan, is selfish. God is generous. He is not a mean God. He is not like that old person that came in your life that represented God bad. That was a setup to get you to walk away from God. They're going to stand before God on that too. Mammon promises us security. Mammon tells you that it, it can insulate you from life's problems. Makes you depend on Stimulus checks and government checks. And if your baby daddy doesn't send his money, you send him to court and fight and left and right. No! It's on you. Life gonna get you. But I'm rising up out of this thing. It makes you stay at a job where you're barely making it. Because you're afraid to jump. Hmm. It promises peace and joy and happiness. How come it's the only thing that Jesus said you can't serve God and it? Jesus said you can't serve God and mammon. You will be loyal to one and despise the other. This is why people are mad at God. Mammon is looking for servants. Mammon wants to rule. The Antichrist doesn't rule through the threat of nuclear war. He rules through the threat of controlling your money. Take the mark of the beast. We ain't feed you. I ain't worried about you. Oh, they're going to take all your money in the bank now. Take it. 
am the King of kings and the Lord of lords child. If mammon isn't a spirit, oh, it's telling, oh, you can't buy, you can't sell, you can't do this, you can't do that. If you don't get the vaccine, you ain't going to blah, 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 blah. If mammon isn't a spirit, how come it can talk? Mammon talks to us. If you have the right credit cards, you can rob Peter and pay Paul. If you have the right clothes, if you have the right car, if you have the right house, then you'll be accepted by the right people. I don't want to sit at your table if I got to sell my soul to fit there. Mammon says, if you had more money, people would listen to you. If you had more money, you would be happier. If you had more money, your marriage would be better. If you had more money, you could do what you want, go where you want, and live where you want. But I've seen billionaires that are miserable. Jesus never told anyone that the answer to their problems was more money. The big lie. If you had more money, you could help more people. Money is the answer to all problems. We either need God to come through or we need someone to give us some money. Y'all good? Y'all looking like y'all mad right now. I sure do love y'all. Is money evil? Huh? Is money evil? The unrighteous mammon could be translated the riches of unrighteousness. Money in itself is not evil. The Bible doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. It says the love, huh? The love of money is the root of all evil. 1 Timothy 6.10. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted, after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. As King James Version says, loving and serving mammon is the root of all evil. Money can be used for unrighteous purposes or righteous purposes. Money can be used for temporal purposes or eternal purposes. Luke 16, 9. And I say to you, make friends for yourselves by unrighteous mammon, that when you fail, they may receive you into everlasting home. What does that even mean? It means to use your money for what is eternal. What is eternal? People. Souls. I can use my money to bring people to Christ. And when I fail, or when I, when, when, and when I fall or die, they welcome me. Let me tell you how it works. Last year, during a pandemic, we owed 87000 How much we owe Mimi? $78,000. And in the pandemic, my daddy dies. And I, I heard God say, we're going to pay this church back. So we went on a campaign. That's when God got me free from talking to people. Because I used to would rather take a shot in the heart and talk to church people about money. And in the process, this was two years ago, in the process, right when the pandemic started, I heard God say, this year I'm gonna transform you in this place because you will be leading the pack for the wealth of the wicked.
being stored up for us. I didn't know what that meant because my daddy was a preacher. So we, we gave everything away. I give everything away. Mimi's always like, you know how, many, how much you've already given them this week? I'm like, yeah, I can. And God said, you're going to watch something miraculous take place in your life. Watching as people are going to sow. People start sowing. And I remember New Year's Eve, he said, our church is going to be paid off by the end of this year. Going to church, we still owed $17,000. And I heard God say, I said, God, I, I don't know what you're going to do tonight, but I know somebody's going to bring $17,000. He said, no, they ain't, but you are. I said, whoa! That was gas from pizza. He said, no, you're going to give it. I said, God, that's like a lot of money. And I don't get paid because I always love to do that. I don't get paid. <laughs> He's like, girl, bye. You get paid by watching all the souls get saved every single day. And here's what he told me. He said, you're going to write that check. But let me just tell you all something. I wrote the check. Within two weeks, I'd gotten that money back. Here's what God does. He begins to allow the, well, the, 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 the storehouses of strangers to begin to sow because people want to sow where they see something happening. And then he said, I want everything that you do with Limitless to be like Disney. I'm like, what does that even mean? I don't know how that looks. The best of everything. He said, when you build the building, it's going to be debt free. I mean, y'all, I got dreams of putting like Disney Playground over there. Y'all hear me? Like, we're going to be hooked up. Because why should the world be one way and the church be another? I can't stand churches looking like they've fallen apart. So I started, we got a screen. It was too small. I said, oh, no, we need a bigger screen. Go bigger, go home. And we started doing things in this building. Here's where your money helps the kingdom of God. You may never be able to witness to anybody in a sense to watch someone come to Jesus. But when you give into this house, you, when you get to heaven one day, you're going to meet somebody at the pearly gates that say, I'm here because of you. Because what happens in this house, you can't do it, but your pastor's doing it every day. You hear me? This is how it works. Luke 16, 9 says, and I say to you, make friends for yourself. I'm righteous, man. What does that even mean? It means to use your money for what is eternal, and what is, what is eternal is people and souls. You're going to be greeted in heaven because you gave by people that loved you. This church is full of people that nobody else ever accepted that are sitting in our chairs now because we accepted them. We're a hospital. You can play with me. It's not that money is evil. It's greed and selfishness are evil. Money can be used by God for his purposes. I'm a wise steward of your money. I'm a wise steward of my money. One day, when you get to heaven, you're going to hear, well done, my good and faithful servants. But it's not just about your giving in your pocketbook. It's about you representing limitless everywhere you go. It's at the restaurant. You're going to go eat and not tip? Everywhere I go, they're like, you're a pastor. Tip me so good. Who 
There's churches we fight over who got to serve the Christians. I want Limitless to be a movement. We got Limitless all over the world. Our biggest church is online. I want when y'all wear the Limitless church shirts, they're like, oh my God, we know that crazy church. Y'all awesome. Don't go eat if you can't tip. The church is the worst at wanting people's services. We got our creative people that does all of our, our media stuff in here. They get asked all the time, you gonna give me a deal? No! You shouldn't have to ask for a deal. When you're doing what you're supposed to do, you have an abundance to give. I got some pastor friends. I get so embarrassed going anywhere with them. You gonna give me a deal? You gonna give me a break? No, they're not. Stop asking people for deals. You are a kingdom mindset. I look at this one right here, Angela Spritzer. She's lost 270 pounds since she's got connected to Limitless. She didn't work for 18 years. Sick in her body. And God said, move to Limitless, and she moved here. And I watched her attitude. I watched people's attitude. What you gonna do when all of it don't fall in place like you thought? You, you gonna get them go Uber or what, huh? What you gonna do when you ain't getting your way? Because if you can't even handle when you ain't getting your way, you ain't gonna be able to handle when you get a lot because you a brat. And I watched her keep her heart right. Now she makes $1,000 a week Ubering, and my son walks in the office today, and he goes, how about Angela Spretzer drove one of my friends, and she invited them to my church. She's one of our biggest revivalists at this church. Is everything perfect in her life? No. But when you are on the path that God puts you on, you don't let the little raindrops. When God's brought you through some storms, you can stand up on your feet. You don't let a few raindrops stop you. God has brought you through some storms. He's called you. If you are in this church, I'm telling you something. You will be the first millionaires in your family. You look at my eyeballs. Look at my eyeballs. Look at my eyeballs. Look at my blue eyeballs. I teach you biblical principles. Everything you touch will be blessed. Your relationships are going to be blessed. Your money ain't going to be funny. You're going to have so many friends. If you die, you're going to have the biggest memorial page, Facebook memorial page on the planet. And you're going to be up in heaven, the mayor of heaven. You hear me? You ain't going to be putt-putting to work into church, hiding your car in the back of the parking lot, hoping nobody sees it. No! You're going to be able to walk onto some lots and get what you want. You hear me? You are not struggling. You are not your mama. You are not your daddy. And I don't care what they said you're going to become. You are chosen of God. You have a call of God on your life. And you are called to be an abundant giver. 
Now we're about to give. Y'all see how I saved the offering till the end, right? You're welcome. Because I ain't letting y'all be broke. I told y'all, if you do what I tell you to do for 30 days, I will give your money back to you if it don't work. I've already heard a testimony after testimony. You got to do what? Next Saturday, we even have a finance seminar with our very own apostle, Money Bags. Next level. I'm giving you these courses to help you get your finances in order. I'm helping you. You're not in this by yourself. We are a family. You hear me? Do y'all believe me? Do y'all know how much I love you? There's several, y'all excited. Y'all know y'all excited. Y'all might feel like I've been sitting on your lap, but you're going to see it. I promise you, you're going to be so thankful you go to a church that preaches a word. Because you're going to see a miracle. You can give five ways. You can give in the house by cash or check. You can give text to give. 833-245-4502. Y'all say the number with me. 833-245-4502. Or you can give Cash App, My Limitless Church. You can give in the back on the kiosk. You can give online at My Limitless Church. No, limitlesschurch.live. Slash give or Venmo, My Limitless Church. Y'all ready to give? Are y'all excited? Now here's what you got to do. Even if you're giving by your phone, I want you walking down here and tapping it. You hear me? Because when you're walking down here, you got to already see what you need manifesting in your life. Do you hear me? you got to believe it before you see it. We're going to see it in here. Will you believe it? You believe it? If God did it for me in nine years, he's going to do it for you in one. Y'all mark my word. But once he gives you the million, you better tithe. Because as quick as he gives it to you, he can take it away. He ain't a mean God, but he takes his hand off of it. Y'all ready? Come on down. Father, we just thank you. Lord, we thank you for your blessing. Come on online. Just minimize the screen and give online right now, right now, right now. Father, we thank you for blessing. We thank you for, ab we thank you for abundance. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for miracle signs and wonders this week. Healing in marriages. Healing in relationships. Healing from my friends that are lonely. Healing from my friends that are walking through marriage crisis. Healing in our families, Lord, that are feeling insignificant. Lord, we pray for the ones that want to give and can't. That, Lord, they're going to be able to give in abundance. Bless them, Lord. Lord, we thank you for healing us from the inside out. Now I would like for my prayer team to come up to the altar. Come on up, come on up. Y'all get anything out of today? Y'all love me as much as I love y'all. How much y'all love me? How much y'all love me? Huh? I sure do love me. So I will fight for y'all. You know, I'll cut for y'all. Y'all know that, right? Uh-huh. If you're in this place and you need prayer today, if you don't know who Jesus is, y'all, revival is already here. And if there is anything in your life that you say, Kim, I don't know who Jesus is, but I want to, 
and you say, I want to receive him as my Savior right now, I want you to lift up your hand. I don't know who Jesus is, but I want to. I want to invite him in my heart. Come on. Y'all, we got six people in here giving their hearts to Jesus. We had four in the first service. I love that people don't come to know Jesus on a sermon like this. Ain't that good? Won't he do it? If you're online, drop a one. If you want to accept Jesus as your person, maybe you just need to receive him again. Maybe you got jaded. You ready for this? Everybody lift up your hands. Say, Lord, I give you permission to show out in my life. Lord, heal my heart. Let me live a blessed life. Heal me from anything that is stopping me from loving my life. Let me fall crazy in love with you. I repent of my sins and I ask you to live in my heart. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Man, I love y'all. I love y'all. If you need prayer, our prayer team is down here. One will put a thousand to flight, two will put 10,000. We got you covered. We got your back, your side, your front. You are family. Y'all go change the world. Remember next Saturday, we got finance seminar. You can sign up online at limitlesschurch.live.